0: What is up, guys? So this is the audio transcription of the brand new What the Fuck Gym Talk show that I started creating and distributing out on YouTube. Now let me just say, this was never meant to be on a podcast. This is meant to be visually consumed. This was stuff that, you know, I've got clip-ins and scenes and examples that you need to see with your fucking eyeballs. But a lot of you guys said that you were really busy and podcast form is what you prefer to consume this stuff. So I said, fuck it. I'll throw it out there. However, as you go through this episode and you start hearing things that you really like, man, that was was a nugget for you, I highly recommend getting back to the visual version of this on YouTube. It's gonna put it all together. But anyway, bottom line is thank you so much for the support and enjoy this audio transcription of the What The Fuck Gym Talk show. In today's episode, I'm gonna deep dive into three different online fitness companies that have been crazy successful at acquiring thousands of clients for their monthly programming without ever having to run some shitty Zoom class. Guys, grab the good whiskey, leave the cheap shit off to the side, get a pen and paper, get ready to take notes. I'm Stu Brower, and this is the What the Fuck Gym Talk Show. Oh, good, you're still there. Mm. I got to say... Thank you so much for all the positive feedback and good reviews and the comments and all everyone's DMs and all the all the good shit you guys sent me in regards to the very first episode. I'm glad you like it. I hope you like this one as well. Let's cut right to it. So today we're talking online fitness, which is obviously the, the thing that's on the tip of every brick and mortar gym owner's tongue. And if you're already in the online space, you're now trying to figure out how to capitalize on this moment in time. And the way I've been looking at this whole thing is that COVID, for all the dead old people and the fucking you know the the protest and the fucking masks and all the annoying and my bars are closed at 11 p.m for all that bullshit some really good things have come out of covid and one of them is that it forced gym owners to get about five years into the future. If you own a brick-and-mortar fitness company, it forced you to have a digital revenue stream or at least a digital service offering, whether you're doing live or streaming on demand, whatever it may be, it pushed you forward. A lot of the bigger brands out there were already doing this, and now it's something that even the little guy, the mom-and-pop shop in Des Moines, Iowa, is getting on board with. So there is some silver lining to this entire COVID thing because I do believe that we cannot sit here in a 2020 world where you are consuming this kind of content. You're maybe making podcasts. You have an Alexa, right? You maybe drive a Tesla or you have some fucking smart home device. Your phone does everything for you and not think that you couldn't make money or your members don't deserve the additional service and amenity of being able to do the workouts that they know and love At home or in a convenient location for them. And then for some of you guys, unfortunately, who are watching this, maybe you've closed down the doors. COVID shut you down. You were barely hanging on and COVID just put that final nail in the coffin. And you're not exactly going to dust off that fucking resume to Bank of America. You are in the fitness industry now. You still have maybe 9, 10, 12 clients that would literally pay you for whatever. Like you tell them to do personal training, nutritional coaching, remote services, online programming. They'll fucking do it. And you're like, okay, how do I make a business out of this? I've gotten rid of all my overhead. It's actually kind of nice. I don't have any more staff. That's pretty nice too. How do I now make an online fitness business to sustain me? Can I make enough money doing this to support me and my family? And the answer is you sure as fuck can. But with that online marketplace getting busier and more crowded every week that goes on. I wanted to take a look at some of the common denominators that make for a successful online fitness brand. Now, I do want to let you know I'm excluding all tech and product based companies. I'm not referring to the Pelotons of the world or the mirrors or any, you know, wearables or anything like that. We're excluding all of that because that is such a high barrier to entry. Today we are simply going to talk about creating an online fitness company where what you sell access to is programming and community. That's it. You're not even having to do live classes. You're not doing, you know, pre recorded streaming sessions. Though I do believe that's going to be a pivot for a lot of these guys as the marketplace gets busier. We're simply talking about creating a belief in fitness, getting your personal brand and the message of this belief in fitness out there, and then selling your fitness knowledge in the form of programming and then creating an entire community just wrapped up all around that. That's what we'll be talking about today. I've got three different companies I wanna go ahead and take a look at that kinda of come from different walks of life so that you can see that this is obtainable from the average fitness professional who has the balls to go out and you know take a steak and throw it in the fucking dirt and say, this is my belief in fitness, this is how I think it should be done, and if you vibe with my shit, if you're picking up what I'm putting down, then maybe my thing is for you, and the very first one we're going to go in and take a look at is street parking. All right, so those of you guys not familiar with street parking, this was founded by Miranda Alvarez and her husband Julian back in 2016. Essentially, street parking is playing on the you know the scenario of an individual who has turned their garage into a gym and they park on the street, right? Cute, clever. I even think Rogue Fitness has run advertising with something very similar to promote garage gyms. And essentially, these guys in 2016 kicked off this company. And I think within weeks, by the end of the week, they had 700 paying members already subscribed to street parking. And that's when it was a very beta format. If you go to their website and you check it out, you'll find that it is a very low-budget High volume model, right? The cost to entry is around $19. It is not that expensive. But when you start looking at it, you start understanding there's a very common avatar here, and it ties in a lot with what Miranda, who's really the face and voice of the brand here, has created. Now, one thing you're going to find in common with all the different fitness companies I'm looking at today is that it all started with one individual having a belief in fitness and using their own personal brand to push that out. Now when I say personal brand, I mean their personal social media, anytime they were talking with friends, family, and coworkers, just truly who they were as a human, they believed in a particular Belief in fitness. They believe fitness could be done a certain way. Miranda's story is very interesting. She was a CrossFit HQ. Uh, what do you call the the fucking certification people? Like the you know they'd go around and do the courses. Like she'd do that thing. Like she worked for CrossFit HQ, certifying trainers and all that good shit. And she was also a professional. CrossFit athlete, she went to the CrossFit Games, she probably had sponsorships, she was training full time to be this competitive fitness athlete. Well, injury struck, it ended her career as a professional athlete, she got remarried, she had a kid, and guess what, life is a lot different now for Miranda. And the best online fitness companies that are selling programming and have created huge customer bases, AKA community, they did so accidentally. And the reason it's not really accidental from my perspective, it's not accidental. What it was, it wasn't intentional. Miranda, you know, with her, you know, her kid and her new life and, you know, no longer training, I think she was looking for a way to find fitness for herself. She was looking for a way to squeeze in these workouts. She, you know, she wa- you know, was used to being a badass and, and having this amazing physique and being able to do all these amazing things with her body and the lack of time and having a kid and all this stuff changes all that. So she came up with these quick and efficient workouts using the same tools that she was probably previously using, dumbbells, sandbag, boxes, things that were probably a little bit more garage-friendly, and she's created a workout program based around that. And the two things you're going to hear me repeat over and over and over today for anyone who wants to have a successful online company – you're going to need number 1 a personal brand number 2 a belief in fitness now this personal brand doesn't mean that your you know your personal instagram page needs 80,000 followers that's not what i mean what i mean is that on your personal accounts on social media in your personal life talking with people you actually discuss advocate and push for a certain way of working out. Just like many of you guys, if you open bar studios, CrossFit gyms, or maybe spin studios, everyone knows that about you. You go see your friends and you're getting coffee, and you're like, oh, wait till Stu gets here. He's totally into this tempo training thing. He owns a gym, he's all about it. Like That's what he does. That's your personal brand. I'm not talking about you being an influencer. I'm not talking about you having businesses pay you because you have 400,000 followers. That's not what a personal brand is. A personal brand is simply your reputation. That's the very first thing you're gonna need in order to make this thing successful. Because guess what? It is a lot easier to sell something that people already know you believe in and push without making any money. You guys know how many people are trying to open up online fitness businesses right now that prior to COVID have never, ever discussed online fitness have never really talked about fitness have never even shown an interest or a belief in certain elements of fitness or partaken in on a regular basis there are so many fucking hacks out there trying to take advantage of this online real estate grab that anyone that's actually able to be like no I've been talking about how workouts should be done like this why I don't believe they should be done like that forever and anyone who knows me and is associated with me either digitally or in person knows I believe in these things, you have the makings of a potentially very successful online fitness company in my opinion. The second thing you're going to need is a belief in fitness. Now, the more unique the belief in fitness, the better off you're going to be. If you actually have something that stands alone from everybody else because it's a little bit different then you're in the right place. Typically when I talk to people about creating a unique belief in fitness, you need something where a large group of people in the beginning are gonna look at you and say, that's fucking stupid. What are you, fucking stupid? They're not gonna get it, they're not going to agree with it. I look at the early days of CrossFit, or I look at the early days of SoulCycle, where these ideas were completely insane. These are two examples of companies that looked at their belief in fitness differently than everybody else and put it out there into the world. And in the beginning, there was a lot, a lot of doubt, a lot of haters, but that's what I believe is the initial makings of a very successful online fitness company. You've gotta have a personal brand, that pushes, pushes your belief in fitness so that the two things are actually intertwined. Your reputation, your personality, what people would say about you, probably ties into this unique belief in fitness because they know you're all about it. Because remember, you are gonna be building an online fitness company probably of one in the beginning. Probably of one. This isn't You're not starting a company with 30,000 employees. You're not starting a fitness company with tech and millions of dollars of VC money. We're talking about an individual of one. That's why these two things are so fucking important. All right, back to street parking. So when you really start getting deep and doing your research into street parking, you'll instantly find you know they've done a great job with their aesthetic and branding. Whoever did their brand design did a great job. You're gonna find this key logo all over the place. This is their main icon that they run with, and I love it because it actually has depth to it. Two of their main tenants that is tied into their belief in fitness, number one is consistency is key. Right. That's simply one of their core tenants that they push to their members. It advocates their belief in fitness and it is a core value of their company, adds value and depth to that logo. So the logo is not just some pointless, you know, icon that was made off Fiverr. The other one is more than nothing. More than nothing is this concept of, you know, you're a busy mom or dad, or you're working two jobs and you can't afford a gym membership and you got to crank out a 20 minute workout in between shifts. More than nothing becomes another tenant. And in my opinion, part of their belief in fitness that lets people know that we're not in here to get 60 minute, 90 minute perfect workouts in. We're in here to get in more than nothing. Something is better than nothing. And they've actually, their podcast, they believe is the hashtag more than nothing podcast. So you can see where their belief in fitness and their entire kind of mantra is tied into other elements of the brand as well, which which makes it, which makes it. Today, Junior a great customer experience. When you start feeling what's important to them, come through in other areas of the brand as well. And then if you head over to their YouTube channel, you'll find that they've spent a lot of time and effort and money investing in their media. And you can see it's paid off. They have an entire section of meet the coaches. These individuals are probably obviously helping out with all the programming and adding personality and depth to the company bodyweight workouts, sandbag workouts, using just a pair of dumbbells, maintenance. So they've got a bunch of free stuff out here. Right? A bunch of free, like let people taste test, let them see what's about before they go behind that paywall, you know, for $19 or three months for 39, whatever it is they've got going on. So in, in closing on street parking, my final thoughts on this are if you're looking at them as an avatar and this is something that you're looking to create, the number one thing I want you to do, do not write it off as, oh, Miranda was a big CrossFit Games athlete. She had a ton of followers. She looks the part and blah, blah, blah. And that's why she was successful. That's bullshit. Of course, she worked to create a personal brand around being an athlete, and then she did the hardest thing you have to do. She rebranded. Like, rebranded. Do you know many of those followers were watching her for, you know, ass shots and watching her knock out, you know, heavy overhead squats and her crazy competitive lifestyle? Do you know how many of those people probably jump ship the second she's like, nope, I'm a mom? Um, I like to wake up and have coffee with my husband. And here's a video of me playing with my kid. And I'm gonna do a nine minute dumbbell workout because I gotta go to Costco later. At like, do you know any people she fucking lost probably along that journey? And she probably gained a lot. She probably had a lot of people like really bend down the hatches and be like, "Oh my god, I loved you for all the sexy shit you were doing." But the the mom inside me, the the regular nine to five person inside of me, loves this real side of you as well. And it exploded, in my opinion. But please do not write off. Any of the individuals we'll talk about today, due to previous success, right, previous things they've done, because the hardest thing for any business to do is to undo and rebrand. And when I look at what Miranda's done in combination with her husband, they've created this amazing, unique brand here that is absolutely fucking killing it. And if you're looking to start an online fitness company where you provide programming to a similar avatar, there is no better case study, in my opinion, to be looking at for reference already up next is baby Fabio himself Marcus Philly the founder of functional bodybuilding and revival strength and i know what you're thinking like how the fuck did i not think of functional bodybuilding right like when you just think of like the simple brilliance of taking the words of functional and bodybuilding And just fucking just like owning the Google search SEO internet in the terms of probably the two most popular fitness words searched. It was it's an absolute genius move, but also at the same time, it goes back to our personal uh, brand and our belief in fitness. Marcus Philly was also a former fitness athlete, CrossFit athlete, grid athlete, and he decided that at some point the competitive nature of what he was doing no longer satisfied what he wanted. He no longer wanted to be in first place necessarily. He wanted to look good and move well, and that's exactly what he does. Now, while the ingredients he utilizes in functional bodybuilding are not special, we're talking movements that everyone's probably been doing with dumbbells and kettlebells and body weight and bands, his recipe truly is what's unique, the way he's put it together. And with that kind of a look and an angle on fitness of not having to go hard and fast, not really worrying about competition, taking the best of both those functional fitness sport and bodybuilding worlds and creating a great package and offering for individuals who simply want to move well and look good. The thing I really respect about this online fitness company is that he went ahead and he started this with less of a business base behind it and more of let me share my belief in fitness with you. And if you've ever seen like his YouTube channel here, this guy has been putting out videos on all these different functional bodybuilding movements for years now. He just threw up the YouTube channel, got his videographer, and they just started filming away all of these different videos. I mean, every single exercise you can possibly think of, he has an entire, I mean, probably one of the largest online exercise catalogs of this unique style of workout. And what he's created with Revival Strength and Functional bodybuilding is one of my favorite examples of an online business that really didn't pop as an online business immediately. It just popped as someone who believed in doing something differently. Marcus went all in on education backing his belief in fitness and that's what makes it easy to then create an online business on top of it. And one of the things to note here with Marcus's program, you're going to be looking at anywhere from like $39 to $69 a month. So definitely a higher price point than what we've just looked at with street parking. But he also offers a lot more of an individualized approach. He's using TrueCoach to hand deliver these workouts to you. So again, just a, another different take and angle on this online fitness space. Now the last one I want to take a look at is probably my favorite, and I, I've chosen this this company because this individual was far far less well known. Again, keep going back to the oh uh, well they were you know Instagram famous beforehand, and they were these CrossFit celebrities. That's what catapulted it. Like again, that is such that's a loser fucking excuse. That's only something you hear, bitch asses. Ladies and gentlemen, this just in, bitch assness alert fucking state when they can't figure out how to do it themselves but this next individual while she's popular now she had nowhere near the fame of those you know games athletes at that time and i I would probably even say if we just looked at the numbers probably still doesn't yet has one of the most successful online fitness companies to date that i've interacted with and that is lori christine king lck out of Texas with Paragon Training Methods. And LCK is a great case study for so many of you because she did not have an immense amount of fame prior to push her into the stratosphere with her company. She simply started with a unique personal brand and she actually started blogging. She started blogging when blogging was cool and writing down and talking about her story. And Her story comes from um, a series of you know, weight management and body image issues. She was training for marathons and CrossFit gyms, thyroid, like all, a lot of things that are very relatable to a very specific avatar. A young female looking to, you know, continue to pursue her love for health and fitness, but running into these roadblocks along the way made her very digestible to a particular group of individuals. And if you check her out, I mean, she's jacked enough that, you know, the dudes can relate to her, but she's still feminine enough. And if you watch her brand, it's it's a very feminine, soft clean, clear brand, very polished, but she still has that edge. She'll still drop her F-bombs and, and you know, talk to you like, you know, you're you know, you're know one of the guys. And it's just one of these great brands because you're able to see the polarity between the male and female avatars that she draws from. And even if you follow her now, you'll see this girl publish no less than 10, 15, 20 stories a day where she really lets her viewers into her everyday life, like so many fitness influencers do. But as you go ahead and you watch it, it's really only something you can observe and get. There's little to no fluff. It is truly a lifestyle brand. She is showing, you know, I bought this rug for my new condo in Texas. This is my dog. I love, you know, skateboarding and stand up water, you know, uh, stand up paddle boarding. I, when I go to grocery store, I buy these things. You are literally getting to see this woman live her personal brand through her belief in fitness, which just happens to be Paragon Training Methods. The company that she'll go ahead and she will sell you programming for around $49 a month, you can have access to the training secrets and tips and all the other things that her and the other trainers have used to create the bodies, physiques, and lifestyles that, that they advocate. And this is, I know it all seems the same, right? It all seems the same. Like, we're all using the exact same ingredients. We're just doing it with different recipes. It's, the, again, it's my pizza analogy. Pizza is the fucking same everywhere. But those of you listening right now are like, whoa, 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 no way. The pizza I get is the shit. It is the best pizza. Okay, what makes it different than the shitty pizza down the street? It is the same ingredients. Some of them are higher quality. Some of them are lower but it's essentially the same ingredients. It is the way it's delivered. It is the recipe that makes it unique and then the delivery style. Is it a shithole, you know, take out, grab the box and leave, there's nowhere to sit? Or is it a really nice, you know, Italian restaurant with really good red wine and good ambiance? Like, you guys have gotta think about if you wanna create an online business, which one of these three avatars that we've been talking about today really speak to you and what is it that they're doing that makes something so common like selling programming online. It's just programming. It's not individual like zoom based coaching. There's no live stream. It's literally programming delivered online. What makes that so fucking special that these guys have thousands and thousands of people paying these price points to be a part of that belief in fitness. I hope you're able to sit back and kind of analyze exactly what's going on in the landscape right now. There is an opportunity for the everyday Joe Schmo that nobody knows that has a thousand followers and you know, 200 of them are his relatives to create an online fitness brand. But first and foremost, your personal brand needs to stop being the beer you're drinking on the weekend, maybe less photos of your fucking kid and more content around your actual belief in fitness. Now tie all that in. Talk about how much you love you know, this microbrewery and how you love being a dad and tie in your belief in fitness to create that kind of a personal brand. But your personal brand, your personal reputation needs to be there first and foremost because people will trust buying from you when you didn't just pop up this brand new online training thing that you want all your friends to try. Second, make sure you have a belief in fitness. It doesn't have to be radical. It doesn't have to be overly unique that nobody else is doing it. It can be the same ingredients we're all using just wrap them up in a completely different recipe that aligns with your personal brand and you're going to have the makings of a really successful online fitness company. That's it for episode number two. Thank you so much for watching. As always, give me your comments. Give me if you know if you loved it and you want to blow me in the comments, go for it. If you want to dick bash me and you thought this sucked, let me know in the comments. The things you guys tell me, your opinions and thoughts on this show mean everything to me. They help me craft this show so I can bring you the most value possible. Guys, until I see you in the next episode, have a great fucking day.